0: Hey everyone, welcome to Recovering You. This is a podcast that will take you through a step-by-step guide of what you can expect when you enter into a world of recovery from addictive and compulsive behaviors. You are here to learn how to change, and we are here to give you the tools to get there. Hello and good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it is for you that you're (laughs) listening to this. Good
1: we're glad you. you're here.
0: Yeah, we're, we're glad you showed up. Welcome to another episode of Recovering You. We really appreciate you guys being here. And, you know, I, earlier I was, I was saying, that this will probably be a short episode, but then I remember who's recording this episode. As long as you got me on your team, there's always a chance <laughs> that you can always count on me to be long-winded, man.
1: There you go. It's perfect. Perfect for that daily commute.
0: Yep. So we're going to try and get you uh, to wherever you're going with a bit of a smile on your face and a warm and fuzzy feeling in your heart. And uh, do me a favor, though, if you at any point on your drive notice that you're passing a big flagpole with any sort of flag on it, just, just pay attention to that flagpole for a second, because that's what we're going to talk about today is, is flagpoles.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when I first got into this program and I started, uh, they, they said like, Go to your flagpole. I don't know if you ever if this ever happened to you in elementary school or junior high, but do you ever come across that bullying school that's like you and me by the flagpole after school?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think ours was behind the cafeteria or something. But, oh, okay. Because uh, the flagpole was right by uh parent pickup. So ah. there would have been <laughs> world's shortest playground fights <laughs> by our flagpole. Yeah. We, we exactly. did, uh, my biggest memory about flagpoles in elementary school, uh, <laughs> once, once a year, we would go out, and I don't know if it was a spirit day or what, but we would go out and we'd all hold hands around the school, and uh, someone who, I don't know who, bless their heart had written a song for our elementary school i could still remember it to this day uh, it was, who
0: <laughs> that's, that's, a,
1: that's about what it's now it was <laughs> del rio del rio let me tell you how i feel you have given me your riches i love you so so i don't know i do
0: remember of. this song yeah. that's, that's the most impressive thing <laughs>
1: There you go. So I don't have violent, painful memories about flagpoles, but uh, okay.
0: Well,
1: but behind so- the behind the cafeteria is a different story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of bugs. That, that's back, why this man. is not the cafeteria episode. So.
0: <laughs> uh, but I, I kind of, in a way, though, I like the imagery of the flagpole being a place to meet up and fight, and and here's why, because. When you are under attack from Satan and you are being tempted and you don't know what to do, it's time to run for your flagpole and be ready to fight. And and that's that's what setting up a flagpole is all about. It's establishing a way for you to use your body in order to fight back against that temptation and that that desire to go against your value system. So yeah, when when uh, when Satan says uh, you and me by the flagpole, I say let's go. Bring it on. I'll I'll see you there because I, I got. I got plenty of moves. So,
1: yeah, and for, for those of you who are of the Latter-day Saint faith tradition uh, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, flagpoles I think should evoke a, a certain image in your mind. Uh, there was a time in the Book of Mormon, a time of war, and I love those chapters because to your point, Cameron, it it does conjure up and it helps us think about the devil in a new context that we, we are allowed to fight him. We're allowed to push back. It's not just about temptation and he's so mean and we have to run away. We can drag him out and his minions out into light and, and we can do battle. And there in one of these uh, chapters on war, Captain Moroni takes a part of his coat. He was the leader of, of the army and he was so sick of people not fighting for what was important, that he he ripped his coat and he wrote on it in memory of our God, our wives, our children, our freedom, our country. And he took that around city to city all throughout the land and tried to rally people to his flagpole. So I like that you said it is a place where we fight because Satan wants to fight us over what's most important to us. He wants to fight to try and gain control of make us give up our freedom to our addiction give up our family to our addiction give up our our god to our addictions and so the the thought of running to the flagpole to defend it and to say this is worth fighting for I think it's a powerful image and I, I think people will come away hopefully embracing that mentality that it's time to stand up and fight the the flag and for those of you who are listening we try to keep these things free from current events but it's Uh, The day that that Russia has invaded Ukraine, we'll see how this plays out in history. But I hope for us here in the United States, it evokes feelings and a reminder of how fragile freedom is and that our flag should stand for freedom. And whatever your personal flag is for your addiction, at the end of the day, it should stand for freedom from your addiction and it should be something worth fighting for.
0: Dude, that was so powerfully said. I I love that that our our own personal flags should stand for freedom, uh, just like just like our country's flag does stand for freedom. And um, when when we talk about our own personal flags, this is what I want what I kind of want to get into is everyone will have their own. Uh, idea of what gives them freedom of what liberates them from that that temptation and gets them out of that that spiral that maurice talked about now when i when i started this program this is actually i think the concept that took me the longest to understand people would always say um have you done your flagpoles and it just it took me so long to comprehend like okay i mean i i get what a flagpole is but how do i implement it how how do i and they never really had a direct answer because it has to be something personal to you. But to, to explain it, I guess, in the simplest form of what this episode is all about. Uh, imagine you are sitting by yourself and you become overwhelmed with temptation. And um, every time that that happens, you have automatically set kind of an alarm in your head that says, OK, anytime I find temptation, I'm going to walk out and I'm going to touch the flagpole maybe I'm going to do 20 pushups while I'm out there and then I'm going to come back and that will allow me to reset. However, this, this is just, I mean, the the most basic uh, of what you can do. I, I will say every single flagpole really should involve you getting out of the scenario that you're in physically removing yourself from whatever scenario you're in. That's causing you to feel that temptation and that desire to abandon your values. So you should definitely leave that area. And then where you go from there, that's that's what I want to talk about here is what, what can we do um, as far as our own personal flagpoles in order to invoke power and inspiration and reinvite the spirit and really push out all those negative voices, that negative self-talk that's going on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the psychology behind this is, is very sound. Think about as a kid, From the time you were in kindergarten until you graduated high school, how many times did you have to do a fire drill? Or kids today have to do a shelter in place drill? And they do it multiple times a year. And and the thought behind it is that you train your body and your brain to react without thinking. So you do it in a in a controlled environment so that when there's an actual emergency, when your house is actually on fire, you don't stop or freeze you go, you kick into action mode. And so I'm looking forward to this discussion. I think you have some great ideas lined up to talk about. And it's all around the same principle of train yourself so that when your house of values, your spiritual house, your everything you're fighting for, when that house is set on fire by the devil you don't sit inside that house and let yourself get burned up and watch your hopes and dreams go up in smoke. Right. You kick into action mode. And, you know, I love how you highlighted that. It's so critical to teach yourself when it's not an actual emergency to get up, get out and do something different.
0: And and we, we call that doing drills, which another thing we can go back to elementary school. How many times did we do fire drills?
1: That, <laughs> so many times. Yeah.
0: that You know, it, it was a simulation that, they would have the alarms go off, everyone would line up and you would evacuate the school in a specific order. And we knew that if there ever was a real fire, that's exactly what we would do. And, and that's, yep. and, and we would always go out by the flagpole.
1: Uh, yeah. our
0: whole school would just line up in rows out next to the flagpole, uh, at my school in, in twin falls, Idaho. So again, so many applicable parallelisms, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. <laughs>
0: Words are hard, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: that it's that concept of art imitates life or practice makes perfect. There's there's parallels. There's things that we do because they're founded on sound principles or truths right. that help us to execute and act when the stakes are high yeah. f- with the best possible outcome. And so you've you've talked about a couple, and I let's let's dig into this some more because you've talked yeah. about. Maybe it's something like doing push-ups. Maybe it's something like going for a walk. What else can people do if, as they're trying to figure out, because it's not necessarily a one-size-fits-all, uh, right? So, what, what what can people do as they're based on this concept? How can people customize this? And maybe, what was your process of picking what flagpoles were right for you as you were working through recovery?
0: Yeah. So when. I started getting into actually being able to apply fag pulls. It really did start as kind of a basic thing. It was something like, I just need to get up and walk around. I need to go, go grab a glass of water. I need to do some pushups. Those are really basic things. But as you said uh, just a second ago, they weren't personalized to me. They weren't something that really invoked a, an inspirational or a powerful response. They didn't uh, ignite that warrior chemistry within me. So then I was like, okay, what, what do I have in my life that gives me power, that gives me strength? Um, or as my friends over at uh, the uh, Eternal Warrior podcast would say, strength. They didn't, <laughs> but what gives me strength? That, that's for you, Wes and Spenny, if you're listening to this. Um, so, you, you know, look at your life and, and this is something that so the first one I'm going to tell about is something I, I used to use all the time. My son, when he was born, this was uh right when I was, I mean, I was kicked out of the house two months after he was born. So he was still yeah. just a little tiny baby. And, you know, as much as I was screwing up my life, I still had obviously very intense emotions and feelings about my newborn son. And the fact that I couldn't sure. be there for him was. A really harsh kick in the pants. I mean, you want to talk about something that ignites the fire within you. Think about trying to get back to your child that doesn't get to see you and that you're not allowed to see because of the choices you've made. I mean, that that's going to turn your attitude around real quick. So, what I did do was I, I took one of his socks, one of his little baby socks, and I had it in my backpack at all times. And when I was um when I was traveling, when I was sitting in an operating room or something, I would have it in my pocket or I'd have it in my backpack and I would reach and I would just hold that in my hand, kind of like a, like a fidget cube or something like that, or a rubbing yeah. stone that people use to calm down. But it was yeah. just this soft little baby sock that I would sit there and just rub between my thumb and fingers as a reminder of why I was fighting to get back to, to, to be able to be worthy to go hold my son and to be a present father for him. So that, that's I mean, the first
1: one. Meanwhile, Katie's walking around the house like a crazy person. Where's that other sock? I, I have that I... same <laughs> Like, uh, he's, gr- but but he's like growing that. Find, <laughs> yeah. But I like that. Find find something portable, something that you can take with you that's, that's meaningful to you. That's a reminder of why you're fighting. Yeah. And, and a reminder to do your drills and to run to your flagpole when, when things get tough. Yeah.
0: And that thing you can take with you, uh, it can it can be a physical thing. It can be a, a note card with, and you know maybe you write down a different quote or a poem that you carry. And every month or every couple of weeks you switch it out. Maybe you take a picture of your family and carry that around. Uh, maybe there's a favorite scripture that you like to recite and that you're trying to memorize. It- and
1: and something I think for me that's key here is to to call out Satan because. These attacks come from the devil who's trying to destroy your happiness. Like you said, more than anything, you wanted to be there for your son and you couldn't. And Satan was laughing at that.
0: Oh, absolutely. And so,
1: And so I think it's powerful to call him out, to tell him to leave you alone in the name of Jesus. I think that's okay if you're serious about it and you're being reverent about it. And then turn to God because it's not always going to happen that you're in a place where you can drop and do 20 push-ups or you know in the operating room you'd probably get some funny looks if (laughs) yep
0: no you're not you're not supposed to put your hands on the floor in a oven
1: that's frowned upon i've heard (laughs) so Um, so it's it's good to have a few different flagpoles is is what i'm hearing
0: yeah yeah so uh, like I was saying, you can have those physical ones that you take with you, and then you can have those those mental ones, those ones that you're able to call up at a moment's notice. Maybe you know, maybe I couldn't go to my backpack and find that sock. Maybe I wasn't in a place that that was near me. So the other big one that I did was uh, I, I memorized a poem, um, which, of course, in this moment I'm totally forgetting the uh, um, the title of the poem. And who the, who the author was, but I'm sure you'll recognize it. It's uh, out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole. I think whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul in the fell clutch of circumstance. I have not winced nor cried aloud under the bludgeonings of chance. My head is bloodied, but unbowed. am bowed. Beyond this place of, place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate how charged with punishments, the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And so to memorize that, I actually, to, to learn it, I wrote it on my mirror. And while I was brushing my teeth every morning and every night, I'd read through it two or three times. Um, so not only did my smile get brighter, but my, my soul started getting, <laughs>
1: getting uh, quite a bit you healthier know. and brighter as well. Brush those cavities away. I think that's so important, though, to, to build that mental framework. Because it's something that you can fall into second nature without thinking that I'm at work, I'm maybe I'm driving, and I'm feeling my emotions start to creep up. You know, I'm moving my way up that chemical scale, and I can notice it, name it, flip it, find it, yep. and and I can use this mental flagpole to get me there to say, "Wait a second, okay, I know that I know this feeling." And so I'm going to recite this poem. I'm going to recite this scripture. I'm going to say this affirmation. It's something that your brain can just switch to get you back into that logical reasoning part of your brain instead of just that primitive brain. So I love that. That's so powerful. Very cool. Very cool. For me, it was, I ended up putting a set of weights in my office. And this was more just to keep my emotions in check. Uh, being stuck at home working from home during the pandemic and glued to my desk, you know, eight, nine, 10 hours a day. And it'd be in conference call meetings, two, three hours long. And, and your mood just starts, at least my mood starts to sour. I, 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 I am not that much. I, I love talking to you here, but get me on a conference call. It's like, how quickly can we solve this problem and, <laughs> and not be on this phone call? So, what I would do when I noticed that, because I couldn't just drop everything, is I would just do some reps with with weights. And the, and the bottom line is these are just ideas, but the message should be figure out what your work situation is. Take inventory of when you start to feel yourself creeping up that chemical scale and, and put in place some of these drills and flagpoles that are going to work for you.
0: Well, yeah, and you know, if, if you want to get real swole, develop a porn addiction, figure out what flagpoles are, grab some weights, and then start lifting weights every time you're tempted, you'll be jacked in no time.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the long road. <laughs> yeah. not, not the recommended course, but it, it is a course. I, I
0: I think, you know, they're also you can't say enough good things about just taking a second to close your eyes and breathe deeply three to five times. Mm-hmm. Like there's something Love so that. cleansing about that, or, or even to just. I mean, have you ever just sat there? I'm sure you have at your desk and you just put your arms out wide and you just, and then you hold it and then you just slowly let that out. Like it's really invigorating and it it resets your brain. I mean, that is, that's a scientifically proven thing that it, it actually begins a chemical shift in your brain to take a deep breath close your eyes and just breathe and basically reset that oxygen and let your body kind of under understand that you are taking back control of your body. You're not, you're no longer going to sit in this numb and complacent place that allows you to be slowly pulled down under the water.
1: So. I like that. And that also is a good time to do a scale check. We've talked about this in the past, but you can incorporate, you know, taking those breaths doing a quick body scan saying, well, how's my body doing? Does my neck hurt? Is my shoulder feel tweaked? You know, did I, are my knees hurting from playing basketball this morning? Whatever. Um, and from there say, okay, now where am I at on the, the chemical scale? Am I, am I really zeroed out? Am I a one? Am I a two? Am I a three? Am I about to, you know, just throw it all away and then yeah, take those breaths Recite your poem, recite your scripture, whatever you need to do to, to switch gears and to move into a positive direction.
0: Yes. And the, the last couple of things that I wanted to bring up are just, um, number one, I, I know it's like the, the, we call them the primary answers at church, which is, you know, uh, pray, read your scriptures, um, the, those things. For a lot of people though, because they've they've done them so many times, they've really kind of gotten redundant and mundane. And so I think that prayer and scripture should be included as um, as a parallel to what your flagpoles are. So like I said, yeah. if, if you are doing pushups, recite a scripture while you're doing pushups, um, say a prayer while you walk out around your house or walk around the block once. Be praying and communicating with Heavenly Father. Make this kind of a joint thing to really kind of not only revitalize yourself, but revitalize your, your relationship with Heavenly Father and with your own inner spirit. So that, that's that's the first one. And then the second one is to focus on serving someone else. There have been a lot of times that I have come home and been really frustrated at the state of my house. I I am kind of obsessed with things being clean. And so to come home and see the house is just totally torn apart, I can get real frustrated and I miss the cues because I'm so focused on the house. I miss the cues of how exhausted and tired and just torn down my wife is. And so usually what I start doing is I will start doing the dishes or I will decide to just start picking up a room. And as I pick up the room, Every little thing that I pick up, I get pulled more and more toward this is hard work for someone who's chasing around three kids and making meals and trying to clean up those meals and trying to take care of herself and trying to do something productive with her day. There's so much going on. And so for me to take a second step out of my own selfishness to serve my wife or to serve someone else, I, I'm able to catch a glimpse. Of what's going on in their day, what's going on in their head and their life that would allow me to be more empathetic. And by doing that, I get more love and I'm able to actually go beyond what my physical limitations would have been when I got home exhausted from a long day of work. I can keep cleaning. I can keep going because I know the benefit that it is doing. And it's not with any ulterior motive. I don't go seeking approval or praise for for what I'm doing. I do this because of how much I love the people that I'm serving, especially my wife in this scenario. So,
1: yeah, I love that. We all have our hot button issues, right? We all have those things that are easy for us to go to that says, oh, poor me, poor picked on me. Nobody likes me. My life's so hard. My kids never listen. My, You know, whatever it is, it's whatever, whatever our favorite social media post gripe is, whatever that, you know, if you, you and you all know what I'm talking about, close your eyes and think, oh, this is what I like to vent about on social media, <laughs> or this is what I wish I could vent about on social media. Those are kind of our hot button issues that that try to put us in a victim mentality of a poor picked on me mentality for lack of a a better phrase, perhaps. And I love how you said to focus on service. A life-changing mindset for me was, and that happened was when president Gordon Hinkley, a couple, he was the leader prophet of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day saints about what's it been 10, 15 years ago. And that was his mantra. If you think you're having a bad day, look around you and find somebody else who's worse off and go serve them. And so for me, the bottom line with these flagpoles is it's easy to feel overwhelmed by our addiction. It's easy to feel unworthy. It's easy to feel isolated. It's easy to feel unloved. It's easy to get into a spot where we feel like we are the, the the gum on somebody's shoe <laughs> we can't get any lower than we are you are the and,
0: scum between my toes
1: <laughs> and and nobody appreciates us and what's worse we think maybe we don't deserve to be appreciated and so these drills that we've talked about this concept of having a flagpole it's going to break you out of that mindset it's going to help you refocus on connecting with people loving serving lifting and As you do that, you're going to find that you're not the victim in your story anymore. You can be the hero of your story. You can be the the co-hero with your spouse, with your loved one. And and the beautiful thing is that God, while he is is almighty and all-powerful, he lets us be co-authors and co-heroes of our story with him. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be successful. He wants us to be victorious. And so really lean into this concept of flagpoles. And you'll see the whole way that you view your addiction shift. And you're not going to be a victim that's relentlessly attacked by the devil. You're going to be a warrior going out to fight someone who's trying to destroy everything that you care about. And and come hell or high water you're going to come off victorious because God is with you and you found a way to fight back.
0: I love that. And, and, and with that, I really don't think there's much more that needs to be said. Um, the, these flagpoles are are so important. And I, I would, my my challenge this week to you is uh, go home, sit down and write down just a couple flagpoles or find that, that meaningful thing that you can take with you to establish this. And like Chris just said, you can be the hero of your story. You you are a warrior. And by choosing to fight, by choosing not to succumb to this addiction, you are already winning. Never mind the, the the lost battles and the hurt and everything, because that that can be put past you. What should be your focus is what you're doing with your life right now. If you are in that mindset of I'm willing to change then God has something to work with. And you can be molded and shaped and and you can win. So uh, write those down and take Chris's words to heart. And I hope that this has been something beneficial and a blessing to you. I told you this one would be a little bit shorter. Uh,
1: (laughs) Here (laughs) we are only
0: like 20, 25 minutes in.
1: There you go. Well, and if people just listen to us on one and a half speed, they'd all be, you know, it all be short so we'd
0: be like a joe rogan podcast
1: (laughs) there you go there you go perfect well
0: as always remember to uh you know click those those five stars or however many stars you want to do on that um platform
1: only only five yeah
0: there there really is only five for this show yeah
1: that's it's
0: (laughs) It's, we we've tailored it to only be a five-star show Uh, um but you know like it subscribe it share it with you know if someone's mind pops into your head while you're listening to one of these things like oh man that this person could really benefit from this act on that don't don't be ashamed to show love to someone else by sending them something that you think could bless them it's it's not up to you how they respond what's up to you is that you're willing to help out a friend or a family member so you know th- this is a no shame zone so uh, send it to people and, you know, together, one by one, we, we really are just, we're trying to change the world. But the only way we can change the world is by starting with ourselves. If you have a Amen. story you would like to share, go ahead and reach out to us at two at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, we'd that's, love to hear your flagpole success stories.
0: Yeah, send, so you send know, them send, in. Send us, yeah, just send us one flagpole that's been meaningful and, and awesome for you to use. We would love to hear that. And if you're okay with it, you know, we'll share it on the show. If you put in your, uh, your post there that you'd be okay with us sharing that. I would love to come back and start the show next week with, uh, with a few examples. So if you've listened to this and you want us to share a flagpole of yours, please, please reach out to us. And we look forward to talking with you guys again next week.
1: All right. Keep up the good work of recovering you.